I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Outta Vegas. Straight Outta Vegas! With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. Pay that man his money. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Live from the Vegas Strip, the pregame show America has always wanted. With R.J. Bell out, here's Bernie Fratto.
Well, greetings from Las Vegas, where it was 111 degrees today. Now, I don't want to say it was hot, but I saw a thief stealing hubcaps, and he was wearing oven mitts. All right, two shows Saturday, folks. Actually, one show. We never close here in Vegas, and neither does the staff here at Straight Out of Vegas. Slow season? <laughs> yeah, surely you jest. We're days away from the Open. That's the British Open for you people who know what it's really all about. And the final, that's, you know, it's the final major of the PGA Tour. The second half of the baseball season is upon us. Football's just around the corner. There is no such thing as a slow time. I could go on, but let's get down to business because we've got a packed show tonight, and I want to thank you for joining us to talk about the greatest reality show in existence, the world of sports. You can script everything except the outcome. And on that note, welcome back to another edition of Straight Out of Vegas. We waste no time. Let's go to our guest, He's the sports betting reporter for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Does a great job. Good friend of mine lives here right in Vegas. Say hello to Todd Dewey. Todd, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well, Bernie. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. As we like to say back in Beantown, it's going to be a wicked pissa. All right. Yeah, you're wicked smart. (laughs) Uh, Todd, you've been very busy burning the candle at both ends covering a little event here in town called the World Series of Poker. I guess uh, in addition to the 8,600 people who joined it or who entered it, uh, there were a couple of names that folks might recognize. Yeah, well, uh, Richard Seymour, the Hall of Fame, uh, well, he was a Hall of Fame finalist this year, former three-time All-Pro defensive lineman for the Patriots, later played for the Raiders, three-time all uh, Super Bowl champ with the Pats. Yeah, he entered uh, the World Series of Poker, as you mentioned, 8,569 contestants have ponied up $10,000 for the main event, uh, World Series World Championship, Texas Hold'em, and uh, ended up going further than any pro at- major pro athlete before him, took 131st place, which is good for 59000 for his $10,000 investment, and um, yeah, the, he... Uh, Played it was his first cash in six tries. He's played a lot of poker since he retired back in 2013, and in fact, uh, he's won over six hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars overall in his poker career, and three hundred seventy-six k he cashed in last year at a big event in the Bahamas. Yeah, Arnie Spanier pointed out in the show just before us that Richard had collected about sixty grand. What I found most impressive is that. He finished, and I th- you may have said this, the top 150. That He beat out 98% of the people. That's serious business. Yeah, I mean, it's a long haul. You know, they have three starting days and then a few more days, and I think he made it to day nine or ten overall. And, uh, yeah, it was really getting down to the wire there and 131st place. They're down to the final table of nine right now. They got down. I was down at the wow. Rio. Last night, watching at 2 a.m., uh, they finally got down to the final table at 9, and they'll get back at it tomorrow night at 6.30. Uh, they'll have coverage on TV at, at 7, and it'll go from 9 to 6 tomorrow night, 6 to 3 Monday, and they'll play Tuesday until there's a winner. Last year, was out there, Bernie. I've never covered any event like this because uh, there's no clock on there. You just have to wait till it's done. And uh, the last two guys last year went head-to-head, for the title for 10 hours. It was there at like five in the morning. So yeah, it's my a wife grind. didn't believe me that it was covering a poker tournament. <laughs> we 
We're talking with Todd Dewey, sports betting columnist for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Does a great job. By the way, Todd, share with the audience, there was another big name who recently made his bones on a very popular game show. Tell the folks about him. Yeah, James Holtzauer, Jeopardy James, as they call him, uh, you know, captivated the nation there during his 32-game win streak, more than 2.4 mil uh, that he won on Jeopardy. And um, he he, he wasn't in the main event, but he went out one day and played in two separate events. The World Series of Poker goes on for about seven weeks and has almost 100 events out there. And he played in two of them uh, after a Hall of Fame poker player Mike Sexton said that you know they could donate half the proceeds to charity so he he said he always jokes that he majored in poker at the University of Illinois he was actually a mathematics major but he mostly played online poker it was the first time he played live poker in more than a decade but he stayed alive for six hours in the first tournament he came close to cashing uh, but he did and he ended up losing on back-to-back bad beats and then he uh, immediately joined this other uh tournament that was called a tag team tournament so he tagged out for mike sexton and played for a while there and, and he didn't end up cashing there either so so he went over two in the world series of poker after his 32 game win streak on jeopardy but he uh he was just hoping he didn't embarrass himself and he definitely didn't he hung in there for a while and um yeah but it, but it's pretty cool you know professional sports better from vegas having all that success on Jeopardy, and he's going to get back at it on Jeopardy. They're having a tournament of champions right. in, uh, that'll air in November. And uh, he was telling me that, that he hopes uh, they have odds on it and that he would be able to bet on himself like Floyd Mayweather. Right. Well, first of all, anybody who enters that tournament, certainly including James, that ponies up the cash and throws their hat in the ring, they've got my respect. That's a, that's a grind, number one. And you're right. Uh, before we move on to some other things I want to get to, People will get to see James Holzhauer again with this te- uh, Jeopardy Tournament of Champions. And, I, you know, we won't be able to bet it in Vegas, but I think in faraway places there's already been some lines. I think if you – I could have swore I thought I saw a six to, James Holzhauer at 6-1. to one. Am I wrong? Um, no, you're probably right. I know they have – they don't allow that those bets yet in Las Vegas where right. the outcome might be known beforehand to people. But I'm sure right. you can bet on that online. And uh, James Holzhauer said he'd like to bet on himself, so – Maybe it's uh, a worthwhile bet. He's going to have a rematch, hopefully, with uh, the Chicago I'm a librarian. Yeah. yeah, I'm a betcha that knocked him off. He had a pretty, so he had a pretty be... funny tweet about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'll let you... the folks go on and read it about his uh, his goal for revenge. At, uh, you know, this is a family show, so I can't use some of the verbiage, but people can read it on Twitter. Talking with Todd Dewey, sports betting reporter of the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Scott, one of the th- – or excuse me, excuse me. Uh, Todd, forgive me for right? that. Last time I run a ton from <laughs> no. that place. Uh, one of the things I I marvel at, (laughs) I marvel at the 97 sports books here in town is their ability to consistently come up with creative opportunities for betters to fire. And I call them sort of exotic props. And we talked about this earlier and I saw this last week as we inch closer to football, there are some very interesting, again, what I call exotic props having to do with college football teams versus NFL teams and win totals. Tell the folks about that. Yeah, last year uh, when the Bills started 2-7 and seven or blown out a few weeks in a row, there was some wild speculation that Alabama could beat the Bills. 
and the Westgate Sportsbook in Vegas made the Bills a hypothetical four-touchdown favorite over the Crimson Tide. But now uh, CG Technology, which runs a bunch of books out here uh, at the Venetian and elsewhere, they've taken it a step further and put up regular season win total matchups between uh, college and NFL teams, as you mentioned. Like they have Alabama against the Patriots, Notre Dame versus the Packers, uh, you know, a lot of regional things like the Ohio State versus the Browns, LSU versus the Saints, Texas versus the Cowboys, Michigan versus the Bears. And so it's pretty interesting. You know, all the win totals are pretty similar. So that's how you could have a matchup uh, and have a season-long bet. It's fun to kind of just look at and talk about, but if you really want to put some action down, you have a season-long wager going uh, there. And, and they've actually got some sharp action on it. I was about to ask you that. Can you share with us some of the uh, noteworthy wagers that have come in on that prop? Yeah, I did. I spoke with uh, the, the sports book director of CG Technology, Tony DiTomaso, uh, today, and he told me that uh, the Patriots are minus 120 over Bama, and they have uh, a $1,000 bet high on Alabama. He said the Sharps took Notre Dame to finish with more wins than the Packers. And that's at minus 110. The Sharps bet the Bears getting a half win uh, against Michigan. The Sharps bet the Raiders by one and a half more wins than UNLV. They'll be sharing a stadium out here in 2020, the new stadium. Although he did say uh, Sharps played UNLV in several games this year individually, but they bet the Mm -hmm. Rebels under five in their season wins. And also the Sharps are on Ohio State. Uh, minus a half win versus the Browns for a couple of limit bets. And that's somewhat surprising because there's a ton of buzz on the Browns, as you know, uh, in oh the offseason. They bet in the Browns, everything. And some people I talk to uh, think it's the, the numbers are too inflated at this point. And like the Browns to go under their season win total of nine. Uh, they've only won 10 games once in the last 24 years. Yeah, I, I think the hype on the Browns, we're going to get to that in a later show. And I touched on it about a month ago. I I would put a plug nickel on that over, but that's a conversation for a different day. Before we let you run, Todd, NFL MVP odds have been very active, and there's sort of an unlikely runaway leader. Yeah, out of nowhere, uh, the, the leader, the overwhelming leader in NFL MVP betting is Mitch Trubisky of the Chicago Bears, and he opened as a 200-to-1 long shot to win the MVP next year at the Westgate and it, he got bet down to 50 to one. And it was the same deal over at Caesars palace from 75 to one to 31. I spoke with the guys at Caesars and he just says that just a ton of Chicago tourist money that bets on all the Chicago teams all the time. And it's mostly just a, an avalanche of $10 to a hundred dollar bets. And, uh, the bears are also a pretty popular Super Bowl pick, uh, but they went from five and eleven to twelve and four last year, and they could be regressing. Uh, they're definitely a popular pick and on the rise. But but Trubisky, you know, is twentieth in passing yards last year. They're also betting on him to lead the league in passing yards. You could bet on passing yards leaders rushing and receiving. And it, it just looks like it's just a ton of Chicago uh, tourists betting on that, like the old uh, super fans. Todd, before we let you run, tell the folks how they can find you on Twitter. The nice thing about it is you don't have to live in Las Vegas to take full advantage of reading the great column 
columns that you produce every week. So take a minute to tell the folks how they can get a hold of you and, and follow your, report, your reportage. Yeah, sure, Bernie. I appreciate that. At Dewey 33 on Twitter and LVRJ.com on uh, the, the newspaper's website. Good stuff, Todd. I know you work hard at what you do and you do your homework and uh, appreciate you coming on. And we look forward to getting you on uh, later down the road as well. Thanks, Todd. Sounds good, Barry. Thanks for having me on. He's Todd Dewey, sports betting reporter for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. And you can catch him at Twitter, at TDewey33. Great guy. And if you ever wanted to get to a trivia contest about the movie Goodwill Hunting and you get into the ring with Todd, you better pack a lunch. If you couldn't tell, he's from Boston. Great guy. Does a terrific job. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Just when you thought the Kawhi Leonard deal was the last deal to maybe shift the odds and create a ripple effect? Nope, there was another one, and there was a ripple effect. And oh, by the way, we just basically crossed the half-point season for the Major League Baseball. And which teams cash for their betters? Which teams stunk? How the overs do, the unders do, the favorites, the dogs? We're going to tell you. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Don't forget, in about oh, 30 minutes, we're going to have best bets. I've got one. Sleepy's got one. And uh, we're going to get to Pacquiao Thurman. We've got some things you might want to know a week from tonight. Uh, that'll be a terrific fight here in Las Vegas. And Sleepy... Just, you know, the, the great thing about the NBA right now, given all the free agency movement, is it's created a whole cottage market for incredible opportunities as these the ripple effect just simply continues. The Lakers, we all know what happened on the rumor that they might get Kawhi. Well, they never got Kawhi, but they got Anthony Davis, and they were a plus-150 title favorite, but when they didn't get Kawhi, the Lakers... The Lakers went to plus 600, which was still the third best odds in the NBA. Then the Lakers signed DeMarcus Cousins and Rajon Rondo, so the Lakers are now down to four and a half to one. The Raptors, the team left out in the cold, literally and figuratively, at one point they were six to one. They've seen their odds shift all the way to 80 to one. And by the way, they still got a nice looking club. I don't think they're going to win the NBA title. However, 80 to one is a big number. How about the Thunder? They saw their odds shift from 40 to 1 to 500 to 1 after waving goodbye to Paul George and Russell Westbrook. Not so good. But let's get to the Rockets. They're really the flavor of the week now, Sleepy, because they've gone from 12 to 1 to 8 to 1 after acquiring Russell Westbrook. And I think there's very good value. I said on Arnie Spanier's show with him and Aaron Torres, I think at 8 to 1, they're very live. It's clear to me that all this time, the last couple of years, the Warriors had been their kryptonite. Well, Klay Thompson won't be back till February. Kevin Durant's gone. You get the picture. I think the Rockets and Daryl Moy saw the door swing wide open. And I actually think this Westbrook-Harden tandem can work. They don't do the load management thing for one thing. Westbrook plays 80-plus games three of the last four years. Harden, 80-plus games three of the last five years. Played 78 games last year. Westbrook, 73 games last year. Russell Westbrook, 
led the league in assists last year, and he was number two in scoring. Meanwhile, Harden, who would have gotten my vote for MVP, number one in scoring, number two in assists. They're both L.A. guys. They've got a chip on their shoulder. I think Sleepy the Rockets have a one-year window to actually bring them to the promised land, just like Akeem Olajuwon and company did back in the mid-'90s when Jordan took his hiatus. Yeah, I agree with you, Bernie. I thought it was a pretty big upgrade from Chris Paul to Westbrook. I'd say that's the case. The Rockets were 18-1 to before Paul left, now 9-1. to I love what the NBA looks like right now, Bernie, especially coming into this next year. A ton of teams with two stars. I think parity is going to be the theme going into next season. I wouldn't rule out Harden and Westbrook being a serious contender next season. No, I think they're going to be right there. The West is so stacked. And let's not forget the Jazz, already a good-looking club. Yep. They had Mike Conley. Uh, the Blazers had Hassan Whiteside. We're talking about the West. The Nuggets didn't do anything. They're still 16-1. to 1. They're a good-looking club. The Warriors are 12-1. to 1. I wouldn't go to sleep on them. I think they're going to be very competitive, and I also think they're going to get Clay Thompson back yep. in February. So he'll be there for the playoffs. Lakers are 4-1. to 1. I can't get behind them. They opened at twenty to one on June thirteenth. The Bucks four and a half to one. They've stayed at four and a half to one. The Clippers again. They were sixteen to one back on June thirteenth. Clippers now three and a half to one. So I think in that group of six or seven, you're going to find your champion. And Sleepy, look, you were high on the Sixers last year. They had Josh Richardson. Uh, they had Al Horford. We all know they're not the greatest shooting team, but they'd be a great defensive team. I'll tell you what. I haven't even mentioned it. Well, I did mention the Clippers. I like this team a lot. I like Kawhi. I like Paul George. I like Montrez Harrell. I like Lou Williams. I like Patrick Beverly. I like the way they're going to – that defensive perimeter is going to be tenacious. Let's not forget the Clippers beat the Warriors in the playoffs twice at Golden State last year. And you add a couple of superstars that can get it done, one of them a two-time champion and a two-time NBA Finals champion in Kawhi Leonard – I like this club, and I think they're well-coached, they're well-run, they're well-managed. Look out, the Clippers, and frankly, we're not supposed to have a rooting interest. I'd love nothing better than to see the Clippers bring home a title. Bernie, what if Boogie Cousins comes back, and let's just say he's 90%. With the Lakers, you know, they sign with the Lakers, right? Right, I mean, if he comes back and he's 90%, and you have an AD who is 100% healthy, Kyle Kuzma, LeBron James, how does anybody beat that team? I really think that... Cousins is the X factor in the entire Western Conference. If he comes back strong, the Lakers are going to be nearly impossible to beat, I think. You know I respect you, but you said the word F four times. I, I, this is an organization that had been in the playoffs since 2013. I don't think they leapfrog the Rockets, the Warriors, the Jazz, the Nuggets, the Clippers in one fell swoop. I'm not buying it. And you know what? The Spurs are 40-1. to 1. You want to have some fun? Mm. Watch them make the playoffs. So... <laughs> I'm not in. I'm not down on the Lakers. We'll have plenty of time to talk about them, you know, as we get closer. <laughs> but in, barring any other crazy NBA trades this week that I can't, you know, foresee, the, the key is I know a lot of folks don't particularly care for this stacking of stars, but it's pretty much run its course now. The, everybody's kind of partnered up on the dance floor. There aren't a lot of guys out there floating around. We'll see. Most likely, Chris Paul, who I don't consider a star. I don't, sorry, and good luck paying him $124 million in the next three years. I heard Miami inquired about him. We'll see where he ends up, and when he does, we'll report that. I don't think it'll move the rods. Real quickly, we just finished the first half in baseball, and look, people do bet baseball. It's played every day. It's played on TV, and to guys who know what they're doing, 
It can be very profitable. And the surprise team in the first half, at least from a betting standpoint, believe it or not, wait for it, was the Texas Rangers. A $100 better taking the Rangers every game would be up $1,400 so far this season. The Twins are close behind. Now, here's the beauty of it. The Dodgers, by comparison, now they were 60-32. and 32, But they're only four units up because they're such a public favorite with big minus money every single night. The least profitable team, well, as I'm sure you can guess, six different teams lost more than 10 units. Obviously, the Royals, the Tigers, the Orioles, they all stunk it up pretty good. But the real surprise loser on this list, and I'm not surprised myself, they were 175 tonight, minus 179, excuse me, minus 175 against the Dodgers. I bet the Dodgers plus 155. I'm happy. The Boston Red Sox, they're the defending champs. They are 49 and 41, but they're down 10 units. That speaks to how overvalued they are. The public rides them every night, and they've been big underachievers. Now, Sleepy, you hit the over-in-game betting on the Cincinnati Reds tonight. Interestingly enough, for over-unders, for unders, no team came close to the Reds in the first half. The under cashed 21 units in the Cincinnati Reds games. That means if you blindly bet, if you're a $10 better, a $20 better, a $100 better, that's your per-unit bet. If you bet $100 a game, you'd be up two grand with the Reds. When it comes to overs, easy. Seattle's high-powered offense, brutal starting pitching, softball-throwing bullpen. They were an over-cashing machine for baseball betters. 23 units in Mariners games. Now, in baseball, favorites finished the first half 60%, but you only won two units. But think about it. That doesn't seem like much of a profit, but you got to remember that historically, favorites are a massive loser. Yeah, they win more games than they lose, but you're always laying minus 150, minus 120, minus 200. Meanwhile, the underdogs, 40% this season, so you lost 55 units. So it's been a big year for favorites. It's been a big year for overs. Sleepy, it begs the question, who do you like coming out of the National League go to the World Series? I have to take the Dodgers, Bernie. I don't think there's another team in the National League that has their – their pitching, their bullpen, their power, their experience. You know, they've been in the World Series for a number of years now. I think that, you know, head and shoulders, they're probably the best team in National League. AL, I don't have any idea. I'm going to go out on a limb and pick the Atlanta Braves. I like the cut of the jib on this team. I think they're going to go out and get Madison Bumgarner, and you know what he's done to the Dodgers in the playoffs. Don't get mad at me, Dodger fans. Got to call him as I see him. (laughs) In the AL, got to love the Yankees. I got to tell you, when the Yankees get healthy, they are going to be a bundle. So I'll say Yankees in Atlanta. We'll see what happens. Be nice to see the Dodgers get in there for a third time. I really like Cody Bellinger. We've got so much more to get to. Little tournament, the fourth major coming up, teeing off Thursday from Royal Portrush in Northern Ireland. We're going to get to all that. Best bets and Pacquiao Thurman. But first... Let's go to the man for all seasons, Kevin Figures, with the latest. All right, Bernie, we'll start with some news out of Major League Baseball. St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame pitcher Bob Gibson set to begin chemotherapy for pancreatic cancer on Monday. He revealed that news in a letter to his fellow Hall of Famers on Saturday night. The 83-year-old Gibson has been in Omaha, Nebraska hospital for the past two weeks. His former squad did snap a three-game losing streak with a 4-2 win over Arizona earlier on Saturday. One game is still in progress in Major League Baseball in Colorado. Rockies and Reds, that game was delayed for over two hours due to weather and lightning in the area. And surprise, surprise, in Colorado, a shootout 
Right now, the Reds lead the Rockies 15-9 as they head to the eighth inning. Yasiel Puig with a double and a home run. He has a four-hit game so far. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The Dodgers hammered Chris Sale and the Red Sox 11-2 behind four home runs. Cody Bellinger tied for the Major League lead in homers after he hit his 31st. Mike Trout right on his heels. He hit his 30th of the year for the Angels as they beat Seattle 9-2. Josh Donaldson and Ronald Acuna both went deep for the Braves. They beat the Padres 7-5. Ben Gamble with a walk-off hit for the Brewers as they beat the Giants. And the Nationals placed Max Scherzer on the IL with a back strain. But the Nats did beat the Phillies 4-3. Back to straight out of Vegas. Thanks, Kevin. By the way, anybody use the word mollywop, they owe you a royalty. Not yet, but it's a. Uh, before, it, it's by on the deck. way, before we move on, Thursday, the British Open. Look, Tiger Woods has won a major this year and he's missed a cut. Do you expect him to be in the conversation day four? Oh, 100%. 100%. All right. You can get him at 12 to 1. I like those odds. Bo Benson, what are your thoughts? Will Tiger Woods in the cold and muck there in Royal Portrush? Be able to maybe be in the final group or the second to final group next Sunday morning. Yeah, man, it's Tiger. Like you just gotta, just gotta go with it now. He seems uh, focused, sleepy. I tell you what, you of all people, all right, thanks guys, appreciate it. You of all people have been really locked on Tiger. You felt strongly you had him winning the Masters. We've got it on tape, fourteen to one. He did, but you also thought he'd have a big letdown in the PGA, which they played. They reversed him this year. They played that 30 days later. Tiger hadn't played a round in six, seven weeks mm-hmm. before the PGA. Um, before we get into this and breaking down the Open, and I've got the odds and some thoughts and where I think the pro money's coming, uh, do you have a, you know, a thought on Tiger, per se, and who you think might come out of this uh, pack? So it's, a, it's a great field to win the British Open. As far as Tiger's concerned, I'm a little worried, Bernie. And let me give you some reasoning why there's two guys that I'm considering. Number one, Dustin Johnson, 16 to 1. Gary Woodland, he's a long shot, Bernie, at 40 to 1. Oftentimes, the weather, Bernie, you know that wreaks havoc at the British Open. Absolutely. My thinking with the two guys that I just told you, Johnson and Woodland, is they've played a lot of tournaments this year. Woodland's played 19. Johnson's played 14. Tiger Woods has only played nine, Bernie. So I know that I have two guys that have a lot of rounds under their belt, and there's probably a lot of weather rounds in there. So if anybody's going to get you know really aggravated if the weather becomes an issue, which it has been, it's probably a guy like Tiger who, who just doesn't have a whole lot of weather rounds under his belt. So I'm going to take Johnson at 16-1. to Take a little long shot here with Woodland at 41. I'm going to stay away from Tiger. I hope he wins because I'm a Tiger guy, mm-hmm. but I just don't think it's going to happen. Let's take a look at the field. Brooks Kepka is the favorite at 61. Rory McIlroy, I think this is a little expensive for him, 10 to 1. Tiger, as we said, 12 to 1. Dustin Johnson, now 12 to 1. Where I think a lot of professional money is coming in, there's a cadre, a group of six guys here, all north of 20 to 1. Francesco Molinari is 20 to 1. John Rahm, 20 to 1. Ricky Fowler, 25 to 1. Patrick Cantlay, 25 to 1. Tommy Fleetwood, 25 to 1. Your guy, Tony Finau, 50 to 1. But here's a name I haven't mentioned. And if you want to take a long shot and you're looking for a huge payday, I think Xander Shoffley at 25 to 1 is worth a look. He's a 25 to 1 long shot. I think he makes a strong run at this title. He's the number 10 player in the world. He's already cemented himself as a threat to win every week. This is just his third PGA Tour season. He's already a four-time winner. He has two victories so far in the 2019 PGA Tour season. 
And he's really, Xander Shoffley has really established himself as a major championship contender with five top six finishes and 10 career starts in the majors. They tied for second at last year's Open Championship, and he has two top three finishes in the majors already this season. Shoffley ranks eighth on the PGA Tour in total strokes gained, 15th in putts. And I'll tell you what, in this field, typically you'll find someone that can come out of the woodwork. And in this case, I think, Sleepy, it is Xander Shoffley. If you don't think, if Tiger doesn't come through, some you've been pretty good, Sleepy, at picking long shots in these tournaments. Is there anybody else that captures your mind? I mean, look, Adam Scott's the usual suspect. Matt Kuchar's guy is 40-1 to 1 every tournament. And he has this one run where he blows up and gets into the final, you know, makes a run and then falls short. Uh, DeChambeau, Bryson DeChambeau, 40 to 1. Louis Westhazen, 40 to 1. Adam Scott, 30 to 1. Henrik Stenson, 30 to 1. Jason Day, 30 to 1. Those are some big numbers. Yeah, I think you mentioned my guy, Finau. You know, he, he can drive the ball. And if he can get closer to the green, you know, if the weather's really bad, I think that might be advantage for him. What were his odds, Brandon? Like 40 or 50? F- to Tony one? Finau's 50 to 1. Graham McDonald's 50 to 1. Phil Mickelson's 50 to 1. Here's the one guy we haven't mentioned mm. Gary Woodland. Uh, my man. Fresh off the U.S. Open Championship yep. and looking good doing it. 50 to 1. Can he do it again? I got to be honest with you, Sleepy. The model I study, I don't even think he makes the cut. <laughs> I think, you know, when you're going into another major, though, Bernie, you you have to consider taking guys who are actually playing good golf, and you can't say he's not playing good golf. No, he's playing great golf, but to, to come back and win two in a row, you know, look, I shouldn't bury Roy McIlroy. Back in 2005, McIlroy made history at the Royal Portrush. He was only 16 years old. He shot a course record, 61. He's actually played this course, so they haven't had the British Open there since 1951. And he's one of the favorites in the 2019 championship at 10 to 1. But, you know, when you when you put him up against Brooks Kepka, the overall favorite at 6 to 1, and Dustin Johnson and Tiger Woods, there's just something about Rory for me that I just don't trust him anymore. He's good, but he always plays just well enough to not be in contention. We've got a lot more show left. We've got to get to Thurman Pacquiao. I'm going to tell you why next week. This is more one of the more important fights of the year and where the line is and where we think it's heading. And we've also got our best bets for you. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I'm Bernie Fratta. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I am Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. In just a few minutes, we'll get to best bets. But I want to tackle a topic tonight that I'm really looking forward to this fight next week. It's the WBA welterweight title. It's going to be on the line next Saturday right here in Las Vegas, Saturday, July 20th at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. And by the way, we will have a special guest next Saturday night from the fight. So because when, when we sign on next Saturday night straight out of Vegas, the fight will have been completed. And uh, we'll have a gentleman, T.C. Martin, and we're going to tackle the outcome of that fight and what it means because, Sleepy, I think this fight has a context. First of all, let's set, let's set the stage. The legend, Manny Pacquiao, the 40-year-old legend, he takes on 30-year-old American Keith Thurman. Now, this is a very unique 
you know, they say styles make fights. I think this is a very unique stylistic clash because Thurman's taller. He's got a power advantage. He's younger, obviously. He's got length. But Pacquiao, he clearly is more experienced. I believe is the more technically proficient fighter. And look, Pacquiao, this, these, these aren't just empty words. Pacquiao, in his last two fights, has looked very impressive. TKO of Lucas Matisse, and he convincingly beat, in a decision, Adrian Broner. Mm-hmm. Pacquiao is now 61-7. and seven. However, Thurman's never lost. He's 29-0. He's had six months to gather himself. He showed a lot of rust in his first fight back from that car accident. He had to take two years off. As such, here we are. Pacquiao is a minus 140 favorite. That means you bet 140 to 100. Thurman is plus 120. So if you bet that same 100, you bring back 120. So let's take a look at this fight because Thurman clearly to me is going to do his best to counteract Pacquiao because Pacquiao moves. He's got he's very active. He comes from a lot of different angles. He's a southpaw, which is a typically not easy for right-handers. And Pacquiao brings punches and waves. And that's why he's so good at, you know, for it's why he's been so good for his entire career. He'll jab, he'll stick, he'll come from great angles, he moves, he's active. However, Keith Thurman's no slouch. He'll jab, he's got great footwork, and he's going to need to do that to keep Pacquiao off of him because Pacquiao's made a career out of breaking down fighters that are bigger than him, fighters that are younger than him, stronger than him. When you think about it, after losing to Floyd Mayweather, and it, it time flies, it's been four years. That was May 2nd, 2015. He's got four wins, and they've all come against younger fighters, including, as I said, Adrian Broner and Jesse Vargas. Both of those guys were in their 20s. Pacquiao's 40. Pacquiao won both those fights convincingly by decision after landing a much higher percentage of power punches. And I think he'll look to take the same approach against Keith Thurman. He's going to move forward. He'll slip. He'll get inside where height and reach don't have as much of a significant impact. On the other side of the coin, Thurman, clearly, he's going to very much look to use his length against Pacquiao to avoid all those body shots. Because even though Pacquiao's 40, people don't realize the speed he has, and they don't realize the strength he has. So Thurman, being 10 years younger, I look for him to use a combination of jabs, and, you know, he's got excellent footwork. He's fast to avoid those shots to the body. Again, Thurman, with his much bigger height advantage and reach advantage over Pacquiao, he's going to have to rely on those to offset the fact that Pacquiao is a true veteran with a ton of experience and 70 fights under his belt. So having said all that, I absolutely think this is a terrific fight stylistically. Styles make fights. I do, though, think Pacquiao is going to prevail, Sleepy. Bernie, I don't know how many times you watched Thurman's last fight, but I watched it three times. And here's what I noticed. When he was fighting Jose Cito Lopez, Jose Cito Lopez hit him a couple times, and Thurman was rocked in that fight. But Thurman threw his best punches at Lopez, and Lopez didn't budge one bit. And that frustrated Thurman to the point to where he's like, okay, I can't knock this guy out. And I don't think Thurman's really ever thought that before in any of his prior fights. Now, with a lot of the fights that he had you know, in the past, he's done very well. But this one, he didn't. Now, going in, in, in against a guy like Pacquiao, Pacquiao's going to cause him a lot of frustration because 
if Thurman can't hit Pacquiao, who is a constant moving target for 12 rounds, and he's throwing a barrage of punches at you, I think the fact that Thurman gets really frustrated in this fight could be a, a real big, big negative for him. Here's what's interesting about what you just said, because Lopez was, like, specifically selected. After 22 months off, <laughs> right, mm -hmm. they specifically, selectively bought, put a guy in the ring they knew that I'm talking about Lopez, Thurman's last opponent. Thurman was was really given an opportunity to shake off the ring rust because they, they took great care in selecting that opponent who wasn't supposed to give him any trouble. Now, Thurman won a majority decision. Yeah. But I thought he showed a lot of ring rust, and it's that's the other thing. Pacquiao stays active. He fights two times a year. And we're bearing the lead here. Because, Sleepy, share for the listeners who the promoter of this fight is. Uh, well, one of the promoters is Mayweather Promotions. And one of the things that we thought that, you know, potential Pacquiao-Mayweather rematch could take place. And, and we're kind of, you know, thinking, you know, how's it all going to go down? And once we figured out that Mayweather Promotions had a, a hand in this fight, um, it, maybe it'll sway some things, Bernie. Well, I would say this. I'm of the belief, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> that eventually they have to make this fight. They do. Too many people want it. There are questions about Pacquiao's health before the first fight, but you've got this massive payday sitting there. Now, they're not going to have 300 million buys like they had last time. Right. But you might have 80 million buys. And Floyd is a young man, 42 years old. He looks great. Uh, yes, he's 50, you know. He's going to live another 42 years, if not longer. And he spends a lot of money. I think he can always use the money. I believe Freddie Roach and his camp, if that contract was put in front of them, they'd sign it tomorrow. And I think there would people guffaw and people would raise their eyebrow, but we're all going to watch. Floyd, Manny, we're just going to watch. That's what we do. It's my water cooler theory. I don't want to hear about it. Listen, I saw a bite night with Tyson. I didn't want to hear about it secondhand that he bit Hollyfield's ear. I saw it happen live. Yeah. I saw the no moss fight with Roberto Duran and Sugar Ray Leonard. I didn't want to hear about it the following week. I wanted to see it live. I saw Duke Koo Kim fight Ray Boom Boom Mancini here in Las Vegas. I was at that fight. My point is I'm going to watch it because I don't want to hear secondhand what happens, but I'm getting way ahead of myself because we don't know if they'll ever fight. But I think if Pacquiao wins and even wins decisively, which I'm not predicting he's going to win decisively, but he sure took care of Adrian Broner in a very con convincing decision. The question is, can you make the fight if Pacquiao loses? Bernie, you know, I had a real big concern because I like Thurman in the beginning when this fight originally came out. I said he should be favored. He was favored, minus 140. The line's flipped now, Pacquiao 140. That's not, you know, very I, I do think Thurman money's going to come in, though, this weekend. Go ahead. A lot of the interviews that I watch, and I watch a lot of interviews when it comes to fight predictions, and a lot of guys, 85% right now, Bernie, are picking Pacquiao. I have to trust the guys who are actually in the ring, and they know what they're talking about. Right. All right. We'll talk about this fight a lot next week. I do think it has implications far beyond the match in and of itself. And uh, we'll talk about that next week. All right, let's get to best bets, Sleepy, as we wind down the show. All right, tomorrow morning, Bernie Wimbledon, 6 a.m. Pacific time. Novak Djokovic against Federer. I'm taking Djokovic tomorrow. He's a big favorite. Give he the is, number. Give he the price. Is minus 220. And, but, but Djokovic has been very good against Federer. Out of his last 10 matches, Bernie, 8 and 2. So I'm going to make that my best bet tomorrow. Wimbledon men's final. Take Novak Djokovic minus 220. And Serena was a big favorite today. And I like the other girl. She, she She's tough. She is good. Yeah, Simone uh, Halep. Halep, yep. 
All right. I really like this best bet tomorrow. It has to do with the Dodgers in Boston. If you saw the game tonight, the Dodgers broke a four-game winning streak tonight. They got to a very frazzled Chris Sale, who has not won in Fenway Park in a year, if you can believe that. Wow. And the Dodgers typically have trouble against lefties, but they got right tonight. But the Dodgers in their last four games, before tonight, scoring 11 runs, had only scored four runs cumulatively in their last or yeah, their last uh, seven games. Mm-hmm. Not doing great. Here's the point. You got him, you got Ryu and Price tomorrow on the mound. The total is nine. I like the under. The Dodgers have trouble with lefties. I think it's a great pitcher's duel. It's going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Bernie Fratto. He's sleepy. Next up, the man from Nashville who brings it strong. It's time for the Jason Martin Show. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.